What's good, Jolly Man? Your boy Brandon back again, another episode of On Run Podcast, man. I got my boy Alan in the studio with me. And this week, uh, we're hosting finally another podcast, man. One of the best podcasts in Vegas, man. The Vegas Circle. What's going appreciate on with you guys? Man. Appreciate it, man. We appreciate the invite, man. I, absolutely. Yeah, it's good to finally meet y'all in person, man. Likewise, yes, man. We've been following you guys' stuff for a little while. Um, I actually listened to a few of your episodes way before we even started the podcast. So, Oh, that's what's up. That. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You guys are one of the first podcasts I ever listened to. Um, but Appreciate oddly that. enough, there's not yeah. that much information about you guys specifically. And you guys have <laughs> talked about, <laughs> yeah. talked to a whole bunch of people. Yep. There's over a hundred episodes you guys out, yep. um, five years into it, but mm-hmm. no, I haven't seen at least a formal interview with both of you together. So I'm Appreciate glad that. we're finally making it happen. That's yeah, what's definitely. up. Man. A lot of them, we kind of haven't really advertised, but we've had, you know, a few interviews that we've had out there that have kind of asked us individual questions and right. stuff, especially during the pandemic, everybody was bored out of yeah, their minds. Yeah. So we were on, yeah. on cameras and doing Zooms and stuff. And but, it's always interesting because, you know, me and Pocky, are all, we talk about this a lot. Like, yeah. You know, one thing that we want to do is be able to showcase, you know, who we are and what we're about. But yeah. both of us are definitely more of uh, listeners than talkers, right. I think. Yeah. We, yeah. Uh, we love to hear stories versus sharing, you yeah. know, really what we're doing. So. Right. But it's always yeah. nice to chat. Right. Yeah. I think by nature, like being a podcaster, you're always kind of leaning more towards the listener side. Mm-hmm. Like sure. ask a good question and just sit back and let the, yeah. the guest yeah. do the cooking. <laughs> yep. That's for sure. Yeah. I think that's how I learned. Yeah. You know what I mean? I learned from interviewing and just having conversations. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you you take so many gems from just sitting with people and learning like their story and like what what got them through whatever they got through. You know what I mean? You just learn so much yeah. from that. So absolutely. But uh, yeah, so I wanted to ask you first. I guess like can yeah. you, you guys have been along around for a long time since yeah. 2018. Yeah. So you've been in the game a while, but how did mm-hmm. it start? Can you talk to us a little bit about the origins of how you decided to start yeah. a podcast? Yeah, the pocket take that. Yeah. One. So yeah, it's it, we there's a lot to it. There's a lot of layers to it. So we, we started in 2018. Chris and I have been close for probably about 11 years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, both both of us are originally from the Midwest. I'm originally from Chicago. Okay. Uh, Chris is from from Detroit. And um, kind of fast forward, we started with two other partners originally. So I want to kind of get into that a little right, bit. Right. But I think the biggest thing is for us, we originally, like we were talking offline, is we really wanted to get in maybe to like a real estate podcast is what we were first looking at probably mm-hmm. about seven, eight, seven, eight years ago. And... Um, I think we were going to get bored with doing a you know a real estate podcast, so we were kind of playing with a couple of different things. We had a couple other partners, and um, we kind of started off. We probably put out maybe thirty episodes that we didn't even yeah. do. Wow, um, they're not good. Yeah, they were good. <laughs> they were good, but it's always like that. But for Chris and I, we were aligned on we're two different people, but we get along very well. And we we look at things differently. But the biggest thing for us is we wanted to be proud because we got children, right? right. So we wanted to put out something that was going to add value versus just mm-hmm. talking crazy and, you know, trying to go viral, you know? Right, so yeah. <clears throat> we kind of were playing around with a lot of different stuff. And then we fell on, you know, the Vegas circle just from collaborating and figuring out, you know, what we want to be a part of. And we felt the circle is what it was all about. You right. know what I mean? And, uh, and that's what we came up with. So yeah, and I think the one thing we realized, you know, I think both of us being from the Midwest is that yeah. you come to different areas and they have different cultures, right? You get a sense yeah. of yeah. how New York is, you get a sense of how Chicago is and Detroit mm-hmm. is. In Vegas, we felt was missing that a little bit, right? Like yeah. it was missing a little bit of an identity. We're really centered around the hospitality, really centered around, you know, entertainment. Mm-hmm. But they lose sight of the people outside of the strip. You know, what is that culture like? And I think mm-hmm. Pac and I, we always seen it. The people behind the scenes that were pushing, making yeah. moves, hustling, trying to really build the city and develop that culture. Yeah. But they didn't get the limelight. Like we wanted to be able to showcase those people that are 
you know, really making moves and, you know, mm-hmm. starting nonprofits, you know, helping the kids of the, the inner city communities that are trying to grow and develop and, mm-hmm. you know, musicians that are struggling to, you know, mm-hmm. get their name out there. So we really wanted to highlight that. And yeah. ultimately that's what we decided on. And, and I think for us, it's been a really good networking opportunity to really meet people that are making impacts in the city. So, yeah. 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 And I think, uh, yeah, like you said, just getting to know behind the scenes who are the people that are actually shaping the culture exactly um, yeah. and and i like one thing that you mentioned uh where yeah. you said you didn't you wanted to have something you were proud of you weren't just trying to go viral and i think that's yeah. super common uh especially yeah. in podcasts nowadays where people yeah. have just like shock value podcasts mm-hmm. where they just get on they ask the craziest questions it's yeah. like it's easy to go viral that way but what is yeah. your longevity going to look like how long are you going to be mm-hmm. in this atmosphere and how are you going to be looked at when you go to sit down in a business meeting and you know whoever you're trying to partner say, up with, say you yeah, are say right. Yeah. Whoever's like gonna yeah. do business with you is looking at yeah. your content. They're like, what am I? Who am I going to go mm-hmm. into business with? You know? Yeah, yeah. It takes it, a little longer, but it, it does. <laughs> I, I, I think it does. But you're you're right. I mean, adding value, at least for us, that's what we wanted to stand on. You know what I mean? Is is what you see is what you get. When we live in a glass house, it's not you know what I mean? not mm-hmm. fake. It's just what we how we do it. But I think at the end of the day, um, the longevity, like you were saying, is. We're like we were talking about artists and things like that. We wanted to get behind that on how they built their business, right? So like, we'll have different people that are on. Like, let's say you're an athlete, for for example, let's say a CJ Watson who's friends of ours, right? Yeah. NBA player, but people don't realize he's an angel investor, yeah. right? He's written three children's books, mm-hmm. right? You might have um, you know Stephen Jackson, that's Steven Jackson. you know football player. We've had yeah. him on three or four times now, mm-hmm. but heavy, heavy in business. Yep. People don't realize how much business he's done and. That's what we wanted to start doing is really focus on like, what are you doing to build a business? You know, what are the nuggets? What are the stories? And collectively, we all know that's how we learn, especially business owners. Absolutely. And then you're motivated by that too, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you yeah. see another guy, like, you know, damn, I went through that same thing. Like how did, you know what I mean? It kind of keeps you motivated almost like the locker room, you know what exactly. I mean? Of, damn, I can do this. You right. know what I'm saying? So that was something that was big for us. It de- definitely took longer. I mean, we, we went down some rabbit holes and... You know how that goes. Absolutely. You're like, damn, what the hell are we doing? Yeah, you know? exactly. But, it's hard. It's hard, yeah. especially at the beginning when you're trying to forge an identity and you're yeah. almost trying to come up with like a mission plan. It's obviously kind of starts like a hobby, yeah. but eventually you're like, where am I taking this? And what foundation 100%. do I not lay so that this you know doesn't tip over eventually? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm curious. How did you find out about us? Like, how, did you just come on your radar? Just or? randomly, like, okay. uh, yeah. I mean, I'm into business a lot. I don't have okay. any businesses yet. I just got sure. out of school, but that's yeah. something that's always kind of you know piqued my interest. And my brother, especially, we have those business conversations all the time that's awesome. about yeah. um, you know ideas and just trying to plan stuff and network. And like you said, having a podcast podcast is a super good way to network because yeah. people get to see you and you get to mm-hmm. meet so many cool people yeah um so yeah that's how, how i came across you guys and now it's kind of crazy like now we're here yeah that's what's up man yeah it's the, like chris says all the time it is the we notice more than anything and a lot of folks tell it you have a podcast but then the network it is done after the podcast mm, yeah so you build a lot of these relationships where you know what i mean we went to so many dinners and networking events and you can also place people too, which is really nice. Like we'll have people reach out that what a hey, I need to meet such and such. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's exactly. been cool with that side. So yeah, uh, outside yeah. of your own podcast, yeah. um, which I'm sure you listen to so many times in editing and yeah. producing and everything. Yeah, uh, what podcast do you guys listening to? Man, I he listen to a million. That's for a sure. lot of them, man. <laughs> I, I mean, you got. I mean, you got to talk about Joe Rogan, of, Joe of course, Rogan right? Is. Joe Rogan is. But he's long form, yeah. right? I mean, we, yeah. we did that before we were two and a half hours in, yeah. you know what I mean? But um, I listen to a lot of them, but I also like, um, I listen to them over a period. So like if it's a Joe Rogan, I might not listen to a full 
two-hour episode, I'll listen to it in pieces, yeah. you know what I mean, over a period. Of course, I like the Breakfast Club, you know, Drink Champs, all the wild yeah. ones, but then I like a lot of the business ones, too. Okay. I do listen to Greg Cardone we were talking about, yeah. um, a lot of motivational ones that mm-hmm. are out there, so. And believe it or not, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. No? Yeah. Probably barely yeah. ever, if, uh, if any. Uh, yeah. I, I really like how I built this with Guy Raz. That's a really good one yeah. for me. Yeah. It's very similar type of style yeah. to what we're trying to emulate, but on a bigger scale. Like right. in more national businesses where, you know, local small no businesses. businesses. But yeah. I, I think that's really the only podcast I've ever to. Yeah. I don't know. I like listening to a variety because you learn so much from exactly. what, who they bring on. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So you just learn different things. They are so. good. Yeah, it's hard to say because when yeah. you do it, it's like, okay, no, I don't, I don't really listen yeah. to them. But it's, yeah. you know. Well, one thing I learned, though, which is funny, um, we know some mutual folks that know Charlemagne, you know, from Breakfast Club. Yeah. But mm-hmm. what's funny is they've kind of had a hack. They're a radio station, right? Mm-hmm. But they made it into a podcast. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like, damn, man, you guys really hustled the system because yeah. they could drive traffic. But then obviously, you know, Podcasts are so huge now. You developed the Black Effect and all yep. these other podcasts yep. that are on there. You know all the smoke and things like that. Yep. So I love all of those. Yeah, yeah. me too. Uh, yeah. The one he does with uh, Andrew Schultz. Yeah, it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. But it was a brilliant idiot. Yeah. That was the first podcast yeah. I ever got into, like years ago. Okay, yeah. And then um, Andrew Schultz also has one called Flagrant. I don't know if you checked. I've out heard of Flagrant. I've never listened to Flagrant before. Though it's pretty good. Yeah, okay. I think uh, when you listen to a comedian do a podcast, it's a little different because you have kind of like a balance of both i just like how their brain works because Mm -hmm. to get up on a stage and make something funny takes a lot of creativity and you almost have to have like a really nuanced view of whatever it is you're talking about very much so so. um any news they they like uh talk about or stuff like that they they always break it down in such a different way and it's always lighthearted. you don't leave it you know, super politicized mm-hmm. or super like, you know, full of negativity. It's kind of more lighthearted, but you still yeah. get to learn something. Like they're that's very true. philosophical. I think that's yeah. like comedians have a really yeah. philosophical way of looking at the exactly. world in a way that, you know, bridges that barrier. We were actually yeah. just talking about the other day on yeah. a podcast we were doing. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. You learn so much. Funny. Yeah. Absolutely. How about you guys? What podcast other, other than Brilliant Idiots is something else? Something else um, you guys like you said, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. yeah. And I'm like you also. I don't listen to every single episode, but if I do, I'll listen to like over a period of two, three days, whenever yeah. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all the ones on the East Coast, like you said, Black Effect, that network has, you know, a lot, lot of big really boys good in content. There. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. A lot of big boys. Yeah. Uh, Alex Ramosi, I like to listen to his uh, Grand Cardone or anything that's like on YouTube that can. I think it's just show an insight into like how business people work. I always mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Uh, how business generally runs if we, when we go into it. even when you were talking about real estate I was yeah. heavily into it real, real yeah. estate I still am for the, for a bit part yeah. but just like so many podcasts that you listen to here bits and pieces here and there Jordan Peterson yeah. uh, even if you don't necessarily agree with everybody's point of views just even hearing yeah. different point of views so you can understand hey this is my opinion that I know it's against yeah. theirs you know I yeah. think it's very important to keep yourself knowledgeable especially when you're talking or even making some type of argument or you want to talk to somebody and Say, hey, this is what I believe in. This is what I, who I am. Yeah. This is what I'm going to be doing. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought up Jordan Peterson. But he's a beast, man. Oh, smart. Yeah. Very, very brilliant. Very, yeah, smart. very brilliant. Yeah. I forgot about him. I've seen a bunch of his stuff. So, Are you guys a visual or audio podcast people? Uh, for me in general, I like both, man. Me too. Yeah, I like yeah, both. I like seeing them. He, you talk about all the <laughs> stuff. You must have been literally tapping in. <laughs> These are our conversations, man. That's funny as hell. So. But I, I like watching because you could learn so much from body language, yeah. right? 
but then it's hard because I'm moving exactly. so much. I got family. I'm yeah. driving in the car. I need to live in the shower or something, listening yeah. to something. So yeah. what I do uh, is I listen to the audio, and if I like it enough, if there's a funny moment, I'll go back and I'll it, watch, watch the it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. I get it. That's smart. Yeah. yeah. I think I only do audio because like you can break yeah. it up in pieces. It's on your phone while you're. Usually for me is when I'm driving. Like it's yeah. always yeah. when I'm driving, so it's very hard at home throwing out a podcast, find the time. But yeah, driving is always good on audio. Yeah, for sure. Right. That's funny. Yeah, and I was looking through your, uh, through your Instagram a little bit before the yeah. before the interview, and you spoke you spoke about your children at the yeah. beginning of this interview. You said you wanted yeah. to leave something yeah. that I guess your children could be proud of. If yeah, I could paraphrase yeah. it that way. Yeah. Um. So it speaks to you to your nature, to your character as a person that you value family a lot. I wanted sure. to ask you about that because you're, yeah. I see your kids all over your page, man, and yeah. you just like see the happiness and the love for them transcend those pictures. So you're about to give me the cry on yeah. this day. Yeah. That's, is, that's my heart. Yeah. What does fatherhood mean to you? Man, fatherhood is everything, man. That's that's everything. I mean, it's uh, it's funny. You probably seen me interview my kids, right? Yeah. That's something that I that's been a piece of. I haven't put it. You better edit this out, but. I would put them, they think they're on Vegas Circle, yeah. but they're not. <laughs> and, uh, but we've interviewed them every year the 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 night before their birthday. Right. Something me and my wife came up with. And um, just for memories, you know what yeah. I mean? But it, it's it's tough, man. Everybody has different childhoods. I'm not saying I had a different childhood or, or a bad childhood because right. I love my parents. But it's just something that um, that is everything. I mean, it's having kids and being able to raise them the right mm-hmm. way and have them move the right way is is the best blessing in the world, man. So, sure. yeah, that's funny you noticed that. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I'm all about. Absolutely, so, man. Two yeah. boys, right? And Chris, you got family yeah, full yeah. of girls, three, right? yeah. three little girls, and you know yeah. that's one thing I, I learned from Pac. You know, Pac's mm-hmm. been a father longer than me, so I definitely respect yeah. his relationship with his kids. You know, mm-hmm. and continue to try to emulate that, right? Like, just, we mm-hmm. all have different childhoods. We all mm-hmm. have different upbringings. We know mm-hmm. what our parents did good, what our parents did bad, and I think for me, parenthood is really trying to provide a life for the kids based off my own negative experiences but in a more positive way right Right, you know we just had a really great family vacation and i I made a little video and like i got a little sentimental watching i'm like man this like being able Mm -hmm. to provide a life for your kid and knowing that you're doing your best to give them the best possible upbringing gives me a certain sense of pride that i didn't know i'd be able to like feel and it's anyway so It's funny we were talking about that, like some of the podcasts we had beforehand. Me and Chris were like, "There's no way in hell we put this out." Yeah, one of the ones we would. I ain't gonna Especially tell you who we were interviewing. Listening to enough. Yeah, the people we were interviewing was. It's not that they were bad. It's just not what we wanted to represent. Yeah, it's it not wild. who we were. We were trying too hard to not be so, ourselves. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So I think but, that's interesting because that's yeah. like exactly what Brennan's uh, has been going through. So we get people all the time saying, "Hey, do you mind get us on the pod? Do you mind getting us on? We'll pay you to be on the pod." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And for now, we're yeah. not we're running in the negative. We're not necessarily making profit here and there. Yeah. So for us, it's kind of like. What do we value more? Do we value the income at this point in time, or do we value what we actually shoot out? Mm-hmm. I know? love it that you even talking about that. You even thinking like that is, you know, is amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think it's to me, it's I, I value Brandon's way of thinking and the way his mindset works because to me, it's that's how I want to work with somebody. You know, I don't want to work with somebody who only does it for the money, who only does it for yeah. the shock value. Who's like, hey, we're gonna do this because we're gonna get paid this time. Here's this and much. But mm-hmm. then five years from now, two years from now, ten years from now, you're, you're gonna be looking back and saying, we really did this podcast for pennies yeah burning bridges that didn't have to be burned and that's that's yeah that's the mindset i always tell these guys i'm like i know it looks like we're moving slow i know it looks like it's taking forever but yeah i'm like once we build it nobody's going to be able to knock Mm -hmm. it down except ourselves if we slack off it'll fall but if we build this on something other than ourselves it's it's easy to blow for it to blow over you know yeah i'll tell you the biggest thing chris and i had learned Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of podcasts right oh yeah 
80% of them fail. Yep. Yeah. And you know why that is, right? Consistency. That's exactly mm-hmm. what it is. And that's been the only blessing for us is we're ahead, right? We right. pre-record, so we're way ahead of what episodes we put out. And right. We do that on purpose. Mm-hmm. But you're 100% right. It's, it's consistency. Yeah. When, the, when the pandemic hit, we went on, on Zoom and we would just start, hey, man, we got to keep it going. We got to figure out how to, how to keep the calendar going. And we yeah. would just make sure we had it scheduled. You know what I mean? I think so. the important part of that is like you're having a mission, right? And mission yeah. can't be money. Like if you're doing a podcast yeah. to provide an income and a lifestyle for yourself, no, it's going to it's, it's gonna take many years unless you have a pre-established yeah. foundation so. of an audience, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think if your mission is something different, like for mm-hmm. us, is networking and education or, mm-hmm. you know, just getting an opportunity to meet people that are like-minded in our city. Mm-hmm. Like for us, that's our mission. Our mission has never been the money. Like yeah. the money comes in you know, when it comes, right? Yeah. Like that's ultimately, it, but it can't be the goal. Right. The goal can't be to just do a podcast for the money. It has to be passion-driven. I think mission-driven is a little bit better. Yeah. I think well, there's a phrase I heard. It says, it says something along the lines of, if you can't do it for the rest of your life, don't do it for a day. And it's not because saying that you can't see yourself doing it for the rest of your life, but mm-hmm. understanding that you may not get paid to a certain point in time. You don't know what mm-hmm. that time is, right? Yeah. So if you can't see yourself not getting paid for the rest of your life, there's no point for you even doing it in a day because you know you're not going to be able yeah, I love that. Get yeah. that consistency and be able to mm-hmm. actually push yourself forward. Mm-hmm. So I think that, that right there is a really cool mindset. Mm-hmm. Whenever you want to do something, you're saying to yourself, can I see myself doing this mm-hmm. for the rest of my life? That's what's up. And I yeah. think that's a good decision matrix uh, kind of like to look into. Yeah, yeah. no, it, make, it makes perfect sense. And I think, yeah. it, you know, we see it when you put in all this effort for something. You don't see immediate rewards, exactly. right? It takes yeah. time. But mm-hmm. it's because if you're not doing it for that, that goal, then it's, mm-hmm. you know, you're doing because you enjoy it. Exactly. Yeah. And it's yeah. all behind the scenes work that nobody will get to see. <laughs> yeah. One all. day, one day it'll be like, boom, <laughs> a Spotify yeah. deal comes in Vegas circles, Hollywood. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, look at this guy, man, Pocky and Chris, yeah. man. Yeah. And it's like, you guys didn't see the last 10 yeah. years of these guys grinding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like all the work that went into it. Yeah. You know? I mean, a shout out me talk about family. My wife does so much for she us does. too yes. behind the scenes. Wow. I mean, she's going to uh, ask about that. Yeah. She, uh, we, we, I, yeah. I don't want to skip ahead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, so yeah. Uh, besides your kids, your wife yeah. is also featured on your Instagram a lot. Yes. Uh, yeah. 19 year anniversary just passed. Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 yeah so 19 years, man. What's yeah. that been like? What's that roller coaster been like? Man, Crystal seen a lot of it. So, <laughs> you know, Go back. My, I got some blooper reels. That yeah, Chris, in used days. To, Chris used to just on a funny side. Chris used to record. He would keep the record going while we arguing wow. before the podcast. He would just keep it going as jokes. You know what I mean? I still but, got some saves. Yeah, was fighting. But you know what, man? It's um, you know, I'm in my 40s now. Yeah. So it's, I met my wife uh, in early 20s, and um. You learn a lot, and it's difficult to keep a, a, a marriage together. It's, it's extremely hard. I can't even. I don't even know what to do if if <laughs> if this was to happen. I'd just be single for the rest of my life because I don't yeah. want to restart it. But my wife is is uh, is powerful because she's my best. She's my best friend, but she's really got my back. Like when we wanted to do this podcast, and we were dealing with some adversity, just like a lot of businesses happen. She was like, "Yo, let's do this." Like. Whatever happened with the business partners, I got y'all. Like, let's let's figure this out, and mm-hmm. and I'll handle the the PR and handle doing the editing or whatever the scenario is. Like, I'll figure it out. She just she's just a go getter like that. So yeah, she's she's hustle. my right hand when it when it comes to that. So yeah, we try try to do everything with her just to keep it keep it right. And what's it like balancing business and family? Because at the same time, yeah. I'm sure you know 
women like for you to spend time with them. They like attention. Yeah. And sometimes when you have a business, right, yeah. it might not be a podcast. It might be something else. Yeah. You have to sacrifice some of that time so you can make the business happen. And ultimately, it's, it's to give back to them, right, because that's what we do it for. Yeah. Um, but what is uh, navigating that like, having that balance? You know what? I think what's been a blessing for me is I bring her everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You're surprised you didn't see her tonight. Um, it's, it's very difficult. It's funny because I've, we've interviewed a lot of business owners that have had divorces and things like that. And you're right. It's, it's num- that business is number one. Yeah. That business is marriage. It's the wife. It's the kids. It's everything. And everything else becomes second in a way. I've lucked, lucked out that my wife is, is our, my business partner, you know, and she does a lot of stuff with us. So it's almost like I'm being able to have my date nights and things like that right. where, you know, we might have a podcast and then go out to eat afterwards or, you know what I mean, or do something or go right. to a networking event or whatever. Yeah, so my dynamic's yeah. a little bit different than that. We, yeah. I, we are definitely uh, separate in the, the business yeah. and work environment, but I think when you know somebody yeah. who knows your personality, right, you don't, you're mm-hmm. not going to date and marry somebody who doesn't know who you are. Right. My, yeah. my girlfriend knew who I was before we started dating. I work hard. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot, a lot on business, a lot on the podcast, a lot on work. Every, just, I'm a hardworking person. And with that comes separation, right? And mm-hmm. if you don't want to be a part of it, like Pocky's wife, mm-hmm. you have to be understanding that this is my driving force in life is to just work hard. That's who I am. Right. And, you know, luckily for me, my, my girlfriend accepts it, sits home with the kids and, you know, does the parenting right now they making pumpkins and I'm, you know, here, right? Yeah. And it's just part of the part of the game if you know what the lifestyle is you want to achieve. Yeah. And I'll tell you one of the other big I mean you saw me with the two phones is yeah. is organization. Mm. Is like putting stuff in our calendar. Like my kids are busy. Like oh, that's why I was late tonight yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, my kids are practicing games and things like that. So we literally organize our calendar to make sure everything is on point. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you, as goofy as it sounds, we put date nights in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we just went to Adele just this past weekend. And then nice. yeah. went to some with some friends to go see Wu-Tang and them. But we wow. we knew that, like, months ago. You know what I mean? We actually put it in, you know, to kind of keep everything going and kind of keep our relationship on point. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's been our So secret. taking that extra time to schedule. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. And what have been some of the, your favorite podcasts that you've been a part of? Is there any that stick out? And you're like, man, I, that one is one of the best ones. The, the one that I'll say, I don't want to put anybody's name out sure. there, but the only reason one, the only reason why I'm going to say this one is because I'm from Chicago, but Matt Maxson. Mm. That was one of my favorite. I don't know if you know The Last Dance, Jordan's yeah. Last yeah. Dance. Mm-hmm. So the main producer for yeah. Last Dance we interviewed during the pandemic, right when it was coming out. That's crazy. So Matt's, Matt's actually a UNLV grad. Wow. But he was um, building his, his um, company in New York. Oh, New York. Believe it or not. So he lives in, in Harlem. We built a relationship over a period, and then being able to interview him and get that regular last dance interview and mm-hmm. then uh, get the behind-the-scenes talk offline, be able to really have him with, have him with Jordan and everything, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was awesome for me. It's crazy. Yeah, man. just because I grew up, you know, like that, seeing yeah. Jordan, so. And Chris, as a Detroit fan, yeah. he was probably like, man, I hate this guy. Yeah, because yeah, Detroit. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. probably hates us more. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. No, Jordan, I mean, Detroit built him up. Yeah. They didn't get in the weight room. Sure, so. sure. Yeah, they beat us after we all yeah. left. That's cool. But this, I mean, there's a lot of podcasts. Uh, there's a lot of podcasts that we've, we've, that have been great. Right. You know what I mean? Like significant things. Like, I typically don't put a lot like on my social media, right? Mm-hmm. Because I want to respect everybody's, you know, podcast, and I really want to drive the traffic to, to you yeah. know, to the actual source. But Jeff Porter has been powerful for us because, I mean, you built Porter Pictures, done yeah. extremely well. We've been relationship for a long time, and then he came back five one. years. Yeah, our first real one. You know what yeah. I mean? And um, Stephen Jackson was powerful because 
he has said to you know said to us, which brought us goosebumps after you know three or four times having him on that he's learning about Vegas through us, and, and he's from yeah, Vegas. He's from here. So that made it. I mean, that brings tears to the eyes a lot of times. Yeah, so no, there's no, been no. a lot of them, man, that that have been awesome. He was know, definitely my favorite. I think you know one yeah. thing for me is like you know mm-hmm. you grow up you idolize a lot of these people a lot in situations, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think for me yeah. I was a huge football fan, right? L.A. Rams yeah. guy, you know, mm-hmm. Madden that was my team. Mm-hmm. L.A. Rams, I'm yeah. with Steven Jackson. Wow. Now I'm sitting here meeting him in person, and I'm <laughs> yeah. like, that one for me was a, kind of a big deal uh, when I first met him, and he couldn't have been a nicer person. Like that, I, when you meet somebody that you idolize and actually live up to that, yeah. it, it did feel really good. Like he's always expecting to just you know be assholes but yeah. he, was, no. he was fantastic yeah it'll be just to add to that which is funny steve would probably laugh i didn't know who he was yeah it's funny i'll tell you this real fast which is hilarious but uh blake Wynn, who's a friend of ours yeah. a friend of the podcast but uh, blake invited us to an event chris wasn't able to go that night this is like four or five years ago now and i meet steven there I'm like, yo, what you do? what do you do and he's kind of looking at me crazy because i don't really know right, football yeah. so but that genuine, just not really knowing and just vibing with people, man. He was just like, man, feeling your energy, like hit me, you know. I come on, mm-hmm. so Again, that, um, that's when you tell someone's not treating you that way just because just because of who you are. are. Yeah. yeah, I had no clue. Yeah, but he, yeah. he's cool as hell. Steve, yeah, he really Steve's is good. Good yeah. guy, real good guy. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Is there anybody either here or that kind of frequency here that you would want to interview that you haven't yet? Um, that's a great question. That's a good question. That's a great, great question. You know what? We've probably reached out already. Yeah, let's <laughs> probably be honest with you. It's probably in the in yeah. the mix. Yeah, we've been not that we're being conceited on that side, but now because we built this brand that we've been able to really network and yeah. at some point be able to reach out to somebody at, at some point. He's been trying to get Floyd for a while. So ah, that Floyd, man. that's that's probably a good point. I know Jackie <laughs> Star, so I yeah. know Jackie. Um, uh, shout out to Kichi. Actually, you know Kichi passed away. Yeah. My wife is, was was cool with Kichi wow. um, when she unfortunately had a heart attack. Um, but I do know some folks that know Floyd. I would love, yeah. Shout out to Floyd. I would, I would love to get Floyd. I would yeah. to get Elon Musk. That'd be pretty cool. Elon, Elon Musk would be awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, Elon Musk would be awesome. This, too, I mean, honestly, there's too many people. There's so yeah. many special people. Yeah. Not just famous people, but there's so many people. At least for us with Vegas Circle, like behind the scenes that are mm-hmm. doing some sick yeah. things to Absolutely. really move. Like Chris has always talked about, move the culture and move what's really happening in Vegas. It's not just on the Strip, but in general. And Hopefully that person pops up that we're able to have off, or you or hopefully, you guys have on. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, yeah. but uh, how have how long have you guys been in Vegas? Me personally, yeah. So I moved here 07. 07, okay, yep. right so, before the recession. Yep, right before 2011. 2011, okay. So yep. right after, right almost. after, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So how have you guys seen the evolution of Vegas? Because I'm born and raised here, okay. So yeah. I've seen it grow like it's night and day almost. Like yeah. growing up, it was completely different than it is now. And yeah. even within the last like four or five years, I'd like to say. It's changed so much, right? Mm-hmm. We're getting more off the strip, mm-hmm. whereas before the the hospitality and gaming mm-hmm. industry really had a super big chokehold on Las Vegas, and it still mm-hmm. does um, for the most part. But now there's so much going on off the strip. We got Area 15. We have the Raiders. The Aces just went back to back. The Golden Knights won. Mm-hmm. The A's are coming. Like Vegas is yeah. thriving. So how yeah. have you guys seen it? Because you guys have seen and yeah. networked with a lot of people behind the scenes. So yeah. what's that been for you? How's that been for you? I mean, for me, it. I hated Vegas when I first moved here. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I did not like it at all. Um, but we're spoiled here, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you go anywhere else, this a Sunday, seven o'clock, you can't get no food. You know, at a certain pl- spot, um, Vegas has has been awesome, at least for me. But as far as growth, like I look at it as it's kind of four areas you want to be in, right? Like 
tech, obviously, you know, the Silicon Valley and the Bay Area have been big on that. Obviously, politics is D.C., you know, uh, finances, you know, New York City, mm-hmm. you know, Hollywood is, you know, with the media side has been L.A. and all mm-hmm. of that. But what I'm starting to see, at least what I'm starting to see a transition, specifically with people we've interviewed, is we're starting to get all of that in Vegas. Yep. Yeah. So it's not just being just a service industry or a hotel industry where obviously that's where we get all our tax paying and being able to you know get the tax breaks that we've got. But at least what I'm seeing is behind the scenes, all of these companies are starting to come up. You know what I mean? Like I'll mention, you know, Palo. Obviously, Boxable is a tech company, yep. but they're huge. I mean, they're about to build, Bo- you know, mm-hmm. Boxilla, you know, coming up. Um, there's so many things that are happening that are just not just service. And it's exciting for me having children that, you know, maybe they might be a business owner, which I'm hoping for. If they're not a business owner, maybe they might get in, you know, a tech or a media or, you know, um, uh, finance for, you know, which is moving the future, you know. So right. I've seen it grow a lot, man. Absolutely. A lot, a lot. Specifically this pe- this last five years. Oh, yeah. It's been crazy. And yeah. it's only going to get better. Yeah. 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 I think, you know, for me, the one thing that you've seen is like a little bit more stability, right? I think, mm-hmm. you know, when you start bringing these outside teams, you start building this foundation of being a legitimate city to Pocky's point of having mm-hmm. the different sectors and diversifying the economy a little bit. You get more stability. Vegas has always been a more of a transient kind of mm-hmm. tourist destination type of city. You come here, you live for a year or two, have fun like when you're this, young, yeah. move out to a more stable city. But now you're seeing born and raised, you know, mm-hmm. second generation, third generation families really setting foundations here and, you know, and, and attaching to that culture of the city and realize that there is a lot more to offer than just the strip. You know, you can be mm-hmm. here an entrepreneur. You can take advantage of the business incentives that you get, the tax incentives mm-hmm. that you get. And really, you know, shoot your shot, right? Like you don't yeah. have to go work at the gaming industry. You could, you know, build your own business and go to college at UNLV, get a master's degree and, you know, build your, your own entrepreneurship business and, and start your journey in Vegas and then branch to other c- cities. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. just a short lived experiment. You can really establish a family and build a good dynamic here. Right. And, and you guys, I think, would see that more because you're from Chicago and Detroit, mm-hmm. which are really established cities. You know, those mm-hmm. are, you know, mm-hmm. in the Midwest. That's like New York in the Midwest, you know, Chicago yeah. with its history, rich history, yeah. um, Detroit, obviously, automotive industry, all that stuff. So yeah. seeing that, seeing Vegas take a little bit of pieces from those, I think is it's really it's a good sign. Yeah, yeah. it's important. And I think it feels good to be a part of it. Like, I, it. I hope I mean, one of the other things you grew up here, too. Yeah. The, one, the one thing that I am disappointed with is the education. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I spent yeah. uh, my parents live in New England. So I spent some time in New England outside mm-hmm. of Boston. And um, they're so heavy on education. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that's the only thing that I'm disappointed with here is like before I had children, it's like, damn, man, like what am I, where am I going to have my kids go to school, whatever. And if you're not wealthy, I mean, these private schools are yeah. excellent, but they're expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're right. extremely expensive. That's right. But I mean, we are getting better, which is at least we're going in the right direction. But that's the only thing that I would say is the downfall is how can we. Yeah. you know, better our education here in, in, in Clark County step up to, to make it better. But I think yeah. part of that is all the businesses moving here and everybody moving here is going to invest in education. 100%. Because they obviously want skilled labor. They want skilled people. Uh, that benefits them as well, building a good community. Yep. And also they want to incentivize anyone who wants to move here to work to have yeah. good I schools agree. for their children. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think it's going to even change even more. Like, um, is it Brightline is building a train, the same one that did it in Florida? Supposed to be oh, yeah. that, the that train, for the yeah. train between the here and LA. Yeah. That's going to change, really oh, change yeah. the game if yeah. that ends up getting approved. I think they're trying to finalize the last grant. Yeah. But if that gets approved, that just makes us even even yeah. more better. People build it. Unfortunately, it's going to make it more expensive because everybody from LA yeah. going to be yeah. here even more, or they'll live, it, uh, live here and work in LA. Yeah, work out, yeah. uh, so that should be interesting. You know what's interesting? Yeah. So I worked in education uh, oh, okay, straight great. out of high school. Ah, okay. Uh, 
math tutor initially, then I worked as a teacher. Okay. You know the statistic where it says uh, Vegas or Nevada in general is like 49. Yeah. Yeah. Statistic. Uh, one of the huge factors, the reason why we're so low on that list, is not because our education is necessarily bad. Okay. We're actually ranked, I believe, around 30th, or at least the time when I read the article. Okay. The reason why we're ranked so low is because the amount of revenue we generate as a state relative to how much revenue actually gets funneled into our education system is so low. Oh, because of our gaming industry, uh, because okay. of how much money we can generate, nothing of it will... You can almost imagine it's almost like pennies that goes into our education system. That's a very Which is good why point, when man. you look yeah. at into our education system, you can see, you're like, this is Vegas. We can have so much more. And you ever know, yeah. you can always almost proclaim, hey, how bad a Vegas education is. Not because of generally, you know, holistically bad, but it's because you see people game and you see how much money can be made. And there's absolutely nothing that's going into the education system. That's, yeah, because so, all our hotel fees and all mm-hmm. of that pay for That's interesting yep. you say that. Yeah, I never knew that. So It, it was I really interesting because yeah. as an educator, you're kind of wanting to make that difference, saying, why are we 49? Why are we 49? Yeah. And then you read the yep. statistic and you're kind of like, wait, we're, mm. well, we're still kind of bad. Yeah. 30th, right? But, 30, but that's a better, that's a better <laughs> yeah, statement better than, than second to last. Yeah. Yeah. I, but, I like that statement better. But we better. did rank so low yeah. because of how much that ratio we have wow so yeah, i think you made a good point too i think you know as we continue to diversify the economy a little bit and you know seeing with like the tech alley downtown where you're really yeah, trying to yeah. bring in people from mm-hmm. outside markets that are you know trying to integrate into our culture and i think our one of our biggest challenge we've seen is in, in vegas is that you don't really need an education to make a hundred thousand yeah. yeah. dollars you go be a bartender drop out of high school you know hang out for a few years and go be yeah. a bartender you don't need to go to college yeah, and yeah. i think as you kind of labor starts to you know realign itself and you get more and more people moving into the city their their wages are going to come down you're going to be more focused yep. where detroit unless you have a college education you're making no money yeah, like they, yeah. you have to go to school yeah, so yeah. it becomes a lot more important to your yeah. survival and vegas yeah. is kind of shifting in that direction a little bit more yeah, yeah. i heard you guys talk about that on the houston crosta uh podcast. Yeah, houston, oh yeah shout mm-hmm. out. i just ran into houston yeah that's funny i was just with him yeah yeah so yep. where i think he said uh vegas is different because there's a lot of money moving in between the community mm-hmm. so yep. because you I, I think the example he gave was you can be a server get a big tip and then you'll break off whoever is going to get broken off inside the restaurant, your busters, yep. whoever is behind the scenes. And then you'll take that money. You'll probably go to dinner, give somebody else a tip, and then mm-hmm. it just circles around. Mm-hmm. And you can make good money, you know, mm-hmm. off tips being even like a, a valet. Yep. And yeah. Whereas like in Detroit, you really have to have like either a trade or college yeah. education. For sure. And I think that's, I think yeah. you see it shifting because now you're getting bigger players right where when you're you, 100,000 seems a lot unless you're making 200,000 <laughs> so now you yeah. what are you going to do what are you going to choose uh, what direction you want to go so it seems positive like we've seen education get better and better and mm-hmm. i think a lot of people are making a lot of our guests are trying to make impacts in that space you know mm-hmm. and i'm sure you're seeing it too with some people that you talk to it is a big focus point for us as a whole and polit- politicians are making impacts on it so uh, you could see it getting better, uh, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just saying, they're talking about, I, I think it was 114000 or 118000 They're saying that you have to make to to be able to purchase a home. Oh, yeah. Did you guys Vegas, see that? Yeah, that's yeah, a new one. Yeah, I was like, wow, that's, that's a lot of money when you really jump. look at it. Yeah, yeah that's a big yeah. number. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you consider, like, what's the medium salary in America. That's what I'm saying. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. And it's... It's like, probably double that, yeah, right? It's, 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 so it's yeah. my yeah, it's probably fifty thousand, I would yeah, assume. Yeah. Like yeah, it's about yeah. fifty thousand dollars, so it's almost yeah. a barrier to entry. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen also this, like within that yeah. same articles or a few yeah. articles it says if you look at millennials or even Gen Z, mm-hmm. they their chances or their hopes of them thinking they can buy a home is now near zero. It's like almost I think nineteen percent that they wow. think they can actually own a home. Really? And That's wild. You know, we go into this generation and it's almost as weird to think about Vegas is becoming so big. 
But at the same time, it's I Brandon's mentioned this on another podcast, and, and I think so too. In the next five years, I think things are gonna happen to Vegas. Whether you're in it or you're not, things are gonna happen. So I think now's the time to jump in, try to make as much money as you can, find find to solidify yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Make yourself that you're cemented into the ground, structured. Yep. So when Vegas grows, your money grows. Because if we're yeah. in a position where we can network, where we can ha- add value to people, add mm-hmm. value to, to children, add value to the city as a whole, then mm-hmm. we should be able to have, or at least have a living, you know, mm-hmm. afford a home. Yeah, that's a good battles, point, man. Because you know? yeah, Vegas is a very point. interesting dynamic. You know, I, I just got back from Florida, and you see it. There's so much space, right? Yeah. You know, you can spread out all this land and get, you know, decent housing because there's so much opportunity to just continue to develop. Vegas, we don't have that, right? Uh-huh. There's, we have a very finite developmental space to where eventually we're not going to be able to build more housing. We're going to yeah. become more of a rental-based economy yeah. versus a mortgage-based economy when it comes to real estate. So I think for us, it's like you, to your point, if you don't have a house now in five it's, years, regardless, it's inevitable that it's going to continue yeah. to increase because there's as long as we have water, people are still going to yep. keep coming here. Very <laughs> <laughs> so, much so. I'm not yeah. sure if you guys seen the Amazon just purchased, I believe, about 200 All acres. the land. Yeah. I did see that. Yeah. yeah. That was like a couple of days ago. So, or yeah. at least it was we yeah. started seeing it. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. I, you know, like I said, I think. That's amazing. I don't know what they're going to be doing. Yeah. There. That's what's the interesting yeah. part. Um, Jeff Bezos is a beast, so you never know what the heck he's going to do. Yeah, man, he's going to print money. It, yeah. He does, man. It, I mean, to add to that, you talk about marriage, it'll be, to be able to be the richest man. Oh, yeah. If you went through a divorce, yep. and you still were the richest man, and he <laughs> yeah. took half your money, yeah. and you're still like number two or something. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's exciting. Um, I think it's exciting, but. It is it is scary in a way, like you were saying, like things keep going up. Yeah. Like I've lived a lot of places. Like I lived in California, and I was one of the blessings of, of moving to Vegas. Yeah. You know, it's as much cheaper to live or, or, or more comfortable to be able to live. And I think, unfortunately, this is our new this is our new yeah. uh, normal. You yeah. know what I mean? But I don't know. I mean, have you heard what what he's put in there or what Amazon? Uh, no, put there? I'm not too okay. sure. But I do uh-huh. know. Uh, Kind of where we're going with the tech and such like that. Okay. Where they're wanting to kind of create like AI robots and anything like that. I can, I can see like that. There's like a race to a. I don't know if you've seen like Elon Musk already has like a working prototype of like a human robot. Yeah. Uh, can it's almost imitate wild. pretty pretty well human function. Yeah. Uh, there's still kind of a race into that. I know Jeff Bezos kind of his hand in everything. So Blue Origin, uh, wanting to go to space, yeah. robots, AI, uh, still Amazon growing. How do you scale Amazon oh, up to the business he has now? Right. Yeah. Uh, but. He, it's crazy, man. It's probably yeah. did, you know, it's funny. I was, when I was in, uh, there was a Walmart I just went to in a different state, and it had drones uh, mm-hmm. delivery. I, actually, I, I thought it was like, I heard about it you yeah. know, a year or two yeah. ago, and I didn't think, I was like, there's no way. They're like, sign up for drone deliveries. Like, they're actually delivering yeah. them to your house. And I was about to send one to my grandma as a trip her out, but yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> didn't work out. It's, it's, speak, I'll be talking about Amazon. You talk about uh, just stepping back a little bit about fun interviews. We yeah. had, and I'm saying this because I just spoke to him recently, is Robert Frederick. Okay. You ever heard of AWS? Yeah. Yes. So he's the one that developed AWS. Yeah. So we had um, Robert on, I don't even know, three years ago yeah, now. Yeah, a while back. But he, uh, he owns a company called Circle. And so he built up a lot of stuff, but obviously, you know, a lot of the tech companies like Amazon, they'll buy you up and they'll just, you know, keep you as the CEO yeah. of your company. Yeah. But um, Siri and a lot of these different things, this gentleman developed. Wow. So he owns yeah. the patents. He owns like 40-something patents. That's this insane. is like, I don't even know, 30 years ago when yeah. he was developing this stuff. But it's exciting, man. It, the yeah. AI kind of scares me, man. Oh, I know yeah. he's all over it, but it, it kind of scares yeah. me, man, because it's... 
so it's positive and it's negative. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Like, I don't know. You're probably right. It probably is gonna be some type of AI yeah. warehouse for all robots, we know. Building robots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's interesting because uh, I think when, when you initially want to think of AI, you think of like the Iron Man movies where like yeah. Jarvis, you know, yeah. like, hey yeah. Jarvis, can pull pull this up? And you kind of like you throw something up on the screen. Yeah. But I think we're gonna get to a point where it's like there's gonna be a sweet spot where everybody's gonna be like, yeah, AI is cool, and then yeah. we get to somewhere to a point where it's. What, what what are we doing as a humanity? Yeah. Well, I think it's making us late, like Chat GPT oh, yeah. and all that. It's, it's making, making us lazy. lazy, where you don't have to think. You, yeah. you know what I no mean? More. You just yeah. hey, let me get an idea, hit it in there, yeah. spews out. In yeah, especially like AI generated photos, AI generated uh, yeah. thumbnails, maybe scripts mm-hmm. for a podcast. You know, yeah. So to yeah. me, it's anything. Uh, it could be anything, yeah. right? And it takes a lot of creativity from people who who may have be creative in whole mm-hmm. or other people who take on that role and responsibility saying, Hey, I'm a creative director. And although everything might be a generated and they might be even a decent creator, mm-hmm. it's almost a weird feeling where it's, they're not really creative. They're yeah. just using all AI and it's almost saying like, what's really happening? How can like, you, why am I hiring you or, yeah. or bringing you for the you know, job? That's a good point. I yeah. got to spend a whole day talking about this. Yeah, I know. He <laughs> loves, he loves, he loves the tech stuff. That's him all day. Yeah. 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 You think you'll yeah. ever lose your job as a podcast host to AI? I could definitely see it. I yeah. could definitely see. You yeah, know, I mean, that's real. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. Happening, I think, you know, you're for entry level podcasts are going to be a lot harder when you can try to develop a podcast. But mm-hmm. if you're a person that's already a personality that could emulate, you know, your yeah. visuals mm-hmm. and then, I populate a script that talks in your voice and nobody can tell the difference between being an AI generated mm-hmm. video yeah. podcast or a artificially intelligence one. Yes. But I think those people are going to be okay. That's but crazy. I think it's going to be a lot harder to start podcasts yeah. 20 years from now. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. I don't know. It's, it's something about, it's something special about this though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't, I still don't feel like you can emulate the AI with yeah. it. I mean, the, the energy of the first time we spoke over the phone. You know what I'm saying? It's now just this energy. Say, AI, give me more energy. This <laughs> He's all AI. Eat the light. Yeah. He's all AI. I, let me just let yeah. learn a little longer. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's just something about human, it's something about human interaction. Yeah. You yeah. can't, I don't know. To me, you can't replicate that. Yeah. You, you know can't I mean? replicate the feeling. You could replicate. I know he was going to say that. This is our nonstop <laughs> argument. So. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. interesting you bring that up because yeah. I think to me, I'm more of a, I actually hate texting. I would rather call you on the phone or meet you. <laughs> you like it all day. Yeah, that's me all day. Yeah. So, uh, like, yeah. even most of my friends, I won't text them for weeks. Some weeks, and when I see yeah. them, first I'll be like, hey, what's up? And they'll be like, why don't you text? You know? Everybody knows of that style. If you start texting me too much, and I, I'm picking up immediately. Yeah, like, yeah, so, yeah. they know not to text me. Chris <laughs> well, knows too. Yeah. yeah. But, but you're so, right. Yeah, this, this yeah. to me, is something different. You're we're yeah. bonding not over just talking, but over just receiving each other's reactions, how mm-hmm. we react to Very each other, so. how we talk, yep. how we stance ourselves. Yep. But I don't know if you've seen Lex Friedman and uh, Mark Zuckerberg do a, a recent podcast. Yeah. You know what? I yeah. didn't see that, but I heard, I saw the little That was the one in the metaverse? The one in the metaverse. Yeah. Where yeah. it's now it's different, where you're you're not physically there, but you okay. have the depth perception that you can walk up to him face to face. That'd be kind of ill. See that one. That would be kind of ill. Yeah. When we go yeah. to starting going yeah. to that, you're right. We cannot replicate this. Yeah. But now we can pretty get really close into it. Mm-hmm. Right. I probably would like that. I'm yeah. Me too. That would save nice. time. That would save a lot yeah. of stuff. Yeah. That would be probably. You could have close. like a, a one chair studio. That that would yeah. be pretty Here, cool. Yeah. And your yep. guests is yeah. they, wherever they are. 
Whether you can start your own ambiance with be on a beach somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Like for you, you're on a beach and for them, they're yeah. like in an office yeah. room. That would be pretty <laughs> cool. Be in now that I'm thinking, yeah. now that I'm like thinking about it, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. That was just recent. That was like a week ago, right? That was a about ago. a week ago. Yeah, yes. okay. Yeah. I got to look. I got to watch that. Yeah, see but how the, that when they made that, though, like we're still a few years away from that. Yeah. It was like, what was it, like a 1500 or $15 million yeah. camera system yeah. to like, get the proper depth possession points of the skin breakouts and all that stuff. But it was really real. It was yeah, pretty it was, well, when it tells you, have you guys been to the Sphere yet? I'm not no. inside. Oh I my want God. to, though. That thing is, uh, so speaking of AI, that thing is unreal. That's all I'm going to say. Go. Yeah, it's too. unreal. So the AI, that makes sense with seeing yeah. that 18, I think it's 18K is what yeah, oh yeah, 18, they had. Yeah, yeah. So I can't even imagine what the AI yeah. metaverse thing is. It's, 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 it's makes that crazy. real. So, no, yeah. yeah. What's I y'all's just, take on that? Yeah. I don't know. Like for me, because I got my degree in mechanical engineering. So it's oh, kind of okay. like we we learn a lot about like technology. And obviously, uh, usually most people are like against technology and they want to keep like more skilled workers. Yeah. And on our side, it's more like, well, we're still going to have skilled workers. This is going to be a different scale, whether it's programming, repairing or whatever, yeah. instead of actually like the, the lowest tier. Okay. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm more with your side. Like, I, I think the feeling is something very different. Like for me, I always like to say... Um, I'm I'm good at reading people just off of a feeling, and it's it's not something you can explain in words. I it's not something you. tangible. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just that positive energy, man. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah. And like you, you know. talk to someone, you can feel when it's a genuine conversation. You can feel mm-hmm. like I don't know. You you have a really good conversation with someone, you get goosebumps, or, or you yeah. get excited, or you get happy. Yeah. Um. And I don't know. I guess maybe eventually AI will be able to replicate that, but I just think we're so far away from that. I yeah. think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. I hated Zoom. I hate doing Zoom. Yeah, he loves too. freaking I Zoom. I it was so efficient. Yeah. <laughs> Save your hour or whatever it yeah, is. I don't know. Hour. I just I love being around people, man. Me too, I love yeah. I love doing that. So Me too. it's just something yeah, special about it. There's something to be said for both. And I think you'll never yeah. be able to replicate that. But I think the problem is you're going to, from a grander scale, like your intimate reactions are going to be yeah. the same like with your family, true. your friends. True. And the people you're going out to dinner with. But then the way you consume content, I think, is going to be very different. I think that's going Definitely. to be the, the way it really impacts everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's just like doing, when you go to the concerts, right? Like, I just went to that concert. Oh, to me, that would be good. I don't it's know. Like it'd be this yeah, this is, I don't The music system, just it's just, it by yourself? you can't replicate seeing Nas or, I'll be honest with you, I was unbelievably impressed with Adele. Yeah. I did not know. I mean, I was just like, I will go because my wife wanted to go. Um, but she is amazing. And, Caesar's Powell, how they do everything is amazing. I don't think you can replicate it. Have you even yeah. tried AI yet? Those I, guys. Maybe, 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 maybe that just shows you. I've tried it. I've tried it, but maybe what it is, I'm so hard-headed, yeah. I don't want to do it. You but know, I have tried it. Yeah. I have tried you know what it. would be really cool? If yeah. uh, eventually when they figure out all the AI tech, uh-huh. imagine sitting courtside at a, like an NBA Finals, Game 7, okay. or like an NFL, like Super Bowl. Yeah, like, yeah you don't have to like, pay for the ticket. You don't have to pay for the ticket. You just you know sit on your couch, put the headset That I would love. And it's like... Full yeah. interaction, you're watching the game like live. Like that That'd would be, be so cool. Yeah, yeah that yeah. would be yeah, sick. Yeah, we experience yeah. a lot more stuff. You know, that's true. That's true. But still, you never get enough of being yeah. in the arena. Yeah. Yeah. The energy of being in the arena. You yeah. know what I mean? And I so. think just knowing that you're there is yeah. different than even if it feels yeah. the exact same way. You know, you're still not there. Yeah, yeah. It's or like, even when yeah. you go on vacation, like if you go, like you just went to Florida, still the traveler there versus 
putting your feet in Chris the Chris is like, I don't care. Yeah. 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 I know Sage, but I'm he's still a Disney World. Chris is a multi-millionaire. Cheap as hell. He's a multi-millionaire, but being able to go there. you know I think where you missed the opportunities, though, is like, imagine if that same experience I had, I could have recorded it. And now I can relive that same experience yeah, in the true. same yeah. way yeah, multiple that's times. That's true. Different ways that to is true. You, know, yeah. you know, feel the emotional sense of awareness of being there than just actually being there. That's true. Yeah, yeah. that is true. So now because I lived that one time and that's it. Like, yeah. But it was an amazing time and I'll never have the same yeah. through pictures or video. But yeah, you can't get that same feeling back. That's true. Reality, and it was very involved and intense and it yeah. feels a little bit differently. That is true, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's one true. thing I really would want because I'm the same way for me like outside of the podcast I like recording stuff or vlogging mm-hmm. like making mm-hmm. other types of content yeah. but it's so annoying because you either you kind of have to decide whether you want to enjoy it or you want to get content yeah. out of it because yeah. you can't do both like if you're worried about getting the right angles and getting the right shots you're not going to enjoy it it's yeah. like miserable and then mm-hmm. you it's over and you're like I wasn't even there now I have yeah. to look at the video and that's all I have yeah. I'm, I'm ready to walk out that 360 degree camera yeah. on my head all the time <laughs> and record everything I'm doing yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's tough it's tough but it's still I mean it's all exciting I mean yeah. it's all exciting I mean it's yeah. so it's making us better in a way I just hope it doesn't mess us up right. yeah. oh it will you know. but we'll worry about that later. I know <laughs> I know I know I'm worried about my children man down the days. yeah I can't even imagine yeah. when they go to like high school what they're gonna be able to do man, it's gonna be it's unreal gonna be crazy you know how so. like our parents said oh when I went to school we didn't have electricity yeah. we had to go through the snow now for us it's gonna be like I wonder how our source is gonna be to our kids when, when I went to AI. school we didn't have AI we didn't have, yeah. AI. We didn't have chat GPT <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean I even think about it like to show you my age a little bit the social media yeah. like yeah i can't even imagine i would lose my mind if i was on social media when i was in high school you know so your age but i got the brick phone yeah, I'm, ser- <laughs> I'm serious yeah i had the cordless the cordless thing yeah the next tail cordless i put in break my ribs sit down but uh that's yeah. <laughs> for real that's just straight up Pull out the yeah. Antenna. yeah i literally had that phone so that's funny yeah yeah Moving stuff. forward, I guess yep. what what what's the next step for your podcast? What do you hope to accomplish? Obviously, now you're five years in. Yeah. What's the next one? You know, year, five years, yeah. ten years. What does that look like for you guys? I don't I don't want to share too much just because we got some things we're working on behind sure. the scenes. But um, media space is, is definitely one we want to be in. More collaborative things, just with relationships we've been able to build. Um, a lot of people have reached out to us to be able to do some type of collab mm-hmm. with them. Um, but definitely want to stay in media. I think just media is one of those four pillars of a business to be able to stay in. I think that's something we want to stay in for sure. Mm-hmm. Continue to keep building. Maybe try to help other podcasts too. That's something we've been playing around with for the last probably three or four years. I think there's uh, a lot of innovative ideas, right? Yeah. I think there's with the way we people like reach content and consume content now is vastly yeah. different. And I think yeah. you know, Pocky and I are one person, right? Or two yeah. people, yeah. one person each. Yeah. <laughs> but they, uh, yeah. uh, so I think when you start thinking about what the next generation is, we talk about like AI or whatever it is, or, mm-hmm doing these Facebook lives or doing in-person engagements. I think there's a lot of different avenues when you go in the podcast space, or is it, you know, just using our network and relationships to partner with other businesses to, you know, help develop their businesses or connect mm-hmm. them in different ways. And I think for me, our biggest thing has been the, the networking opportunities that we've had. We've met a lot of really successful people. And yeah. I think, you know, for us, as we continue to grow, we want to be outside of Vegas. Like, you know, we are Vegas centric. I think that's where Pac and I find our passion, but there's so many other different media avenues that we can go down and partner with different people on that I think that's where we're going to keep the to go. circle going. That's, what, right. that's something we've been playing with. Yeah. It's just the time. Time is the challenge. We want to do it the right way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, the way we were, I think, 
Chris and I, I think our downfall is want to be perfectionists on that side yeah. and do it the right way because we right. want it to represent our brand the right way. But um, yeah, you'll see. We'll continue. We're going to continue to keep moving. Yeah. yeah. We look forward to seeing that. Yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And yeah. what advice would you have to someone that wants to get into the podcasting game or into the media content creation game? I, I think it's what we were, we were talking about before. I don't know if we talked about it earlier, but it's not so much wanting to go viral. At least for me personally, I know Chris is like literally adding value. And I think that's the biggest piece is like, how do you add value? Because people don't even realize this. And I know it's come out a lot on a lot of different people's podcasts. But when you go viral, a lot of times you don't own that intellectual property. And people don't realize like it's on the run. You know, you go viral, you might not get the shout out. And they don't know that that was on on the run. You know what I mean? It's on Shade Room. Yeah, it's on wherever it is. And then they get the publicity or people or whatever it is. Um, But for us with Vegas Circle, I mean, I think the biggest thing I would tell somebody is, really figure out what value you're adding. Um, and I think that's the biggest piece. Like, what what did they learn? I know Chris has been huge on that, you know, for us, just making sure to keep us, because I'm all over the place, rabbit hole, and it's nice to have a partner that, you know, wants to keep it structured and, hey, what what are we leaving? When somebody listens to the interview, what are they leaving to learn? You know what I mean? And that's, mm-hmm. that's been huge for us. So I would say stay with that. Don't try to go for the money. Don't try to go for the viral like we were talking about before. Right. What value you add in and what's making you different. Yeah, I would say that's it. I think the thing that helps make you, you know, get to a success point is the consistency, like we touched on earlier. But I think you yeah. know, we really hit on both of these. I think you know, the, being consistent through the challenges. You know, Pac and I've had a lot of iterations of the podcast. Yeah. You know, some good, some bad, yeah. some <laughs> that we still haven't learned yet that we're going to yeah. continue to gr- try to grow and develop. And you can't learn those phases unless you're consistently trying to get better. Are you consistently yeah. trying to find what it is that the Pucky's point is providing value to the people that are listening to you or even mm-hmm. to the guests that you're talking to, right? You know, what we learned is hopefully a lot from them and hopefully they have some reflection points during the interview that they learned something about what they're doing then to maybe change. But I think mm-hmm. consistency is what helps get you to that point. But I think, you know, just being proud of what you're doing and, you know, being passionate about what you're doing is what makes it worthwhile. So I think the, those are the two things that I would recommend. Yeah. And you and you guys are doing. I, I got to give y'all a shout out, man. What you've been able to do it on the brand is 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 a brand on the run. I'm sorry, yeah. on, yeah. on the run, it is a brand. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's great. That's something to be applaud you guys on. Appreciate man. that. So we appreciate that's what's that. up. Yeah. 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 You guys have anything else you want to go over? Anything else you want to talk about? No, man. You guys, are, it's, it's exciting, man. Yeah, it's exciting great. to see great people stuff. align, man. Y'all's energy is great, man. I so I applaud that. you guys, man. Keep going, man. Don't <laughs> let it be consistent. That's yeah. the main thing. Yeah. We've, been, yeah. we've been on it. We've been consistent. Yeah. Our one-year anniversary is coming up, so hopefully we can go stronger up. in year two. Yeah. Awesome. We're we looking forward you, to watching you guys. Yeah, we'll definitely yeah. support, and uh, thank you for having us on. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate you, man. Yeah, thanks a lot. You guys want to let the people know where they can find you on social media? Yeah, so check us out. Everything Vegas Circle. So Vegas Circle Podcast, we're on everything, LinkedIn, uh, YouTube, uh, IG, um, Facebook, um, now Threads. Um, so the whole nine, man, you can check us out. So follow us. Appreciate y'all. Awesome. Yep. I was wondering yeah. your socials. You guys can follow me on Instagram at OchoBenji. And go, guys, go ahead and follow the podcast, onarun.pod, on Instagram, onarunpod, TikTok, onarunpodcast, Facebook, YouTube, all that good stuff. And thank you guys for listening. We'll see you, we'll see you here next week for another episode, man. Peace. Good stuff, man.